0: T cubed plus space for his
1: In England, it was and, uh That's right.
2: Welcome to Weekly Review with Roman. Uh, today, it is Friday, March 6th, 2020. Thanks so much for tuning in. We're broadcasting live from Mutiny Radio. We're in San Francisco. We are on Ohlone land, and one way to learn more about the land we're on is if you go to com, and that's R A M. A-Y-T-U-S-H dot com. You can learn about the history of the land. And also, I encourage folks to check out the Shumi Land Tax, and that's S-H-U-U-M-I Land Tax. Hmm. So, brought here with, uh, got two folks here, from got more folks outside who are also Hmm. welcome to come on in if they'd like, and it's the Mutiny Comedy Festival. Yay! So their show is here every day. Please do check out the schedule at mutinyradio.fm, and right now I'll have uh, these folks introduce themselves. I'm Lalita D., I'm uh, Colin Braun. Great, and where are you all
3: coming from?
1: So I'm—I uh, came up from the South Bay, and uh, I'm a comedian there, as among other things. Great.
3: I'm—I'm uh, I'm visiting down from uh, Portland, Oregon, where Great. I live, for uh, for a little while longer, and then we're going to move down basically to here. All right. And what's your name? My name? Yeah, just for the Colin things. Braun. Colin. Great. Great.
2: And
4: Billy Joe Gillespie. I'm yeah. out of Boulder, Colorado.
2: Great. Thanks for being here, folks. So we were chatting a little bit earlier about uh, the comedy scene and uh, why some folks like myself choose to leave it (laughs) just due to uh, there being a lot of uh, punching down, which I think is just I feel like that's what life is like in general. And it's kind of frustrating to go into a space uh, where one wants to laugh and maybe not think about the terrors of life and then only to hear the person with a microphone in their hand kind of berate. Right. Folks who are marginalized in right. one way or another. So, yeah. Think
1: The thing that bothers me most about Punching Down is I've seen it as very lazy. Mm. It's, a, it's a lazy way of uh, getting laughs. And uh, I just feel like if you could just make a little bit more of an effort, then you could be funny and, and not be hurting other people in the process yes uh and uh, and we were chatting earlier and Colin used the word pc culture not not his view but brought that in and and that's that bec- that becomes the weapon right like we're right. so pc i mean what's even wrong with that what's what's wrong about just trying to avoid hurting other people's feelings yeah i don't, th- I don't think it should be too much to ask it's and there's low bars. <laughs> right and there's so much to laugh about you don't have to go for the person that already has a rough life i just don't get it yeah i don't get it right. yeah i run
4: a show in boulder and a uh, A comic reached out to me coming through I was like yeah and then in one of their videos I saw them react to something off stage and say something transphobic and I was like but you understand I'm a gay rights activist have been for years and nothing hateful is being said on my stage and he just went off on this censorship thing I was like well I have the right to censor what is said on my stage yeah Mm -hmm. right
3: and he's welcome to go start his own show yeah Right? I can put in the work. Go find a palette and paint it black, get a microphone, and find someone who, find a Nazi coffee shop. I'm sure there's some out there.
1: Yeah, right. (laughs) Right? It's, it's a little um, disappointing. I, um, I moved here from Madison, Wisconsin, which has a, a good queer scene and a good comedy scene, and they, you know, they, they intersect a little. Mm. Uh, uh, but uh, everybody there was super excited when I moved out of here. Like, this is going to be, you know, everything that we have but on steroids, and there's going to be no biphobia, no transphobia, oh. no misogyny. <sighs> no. Uh, and uh, it's same old, same old. Yeah. I mean, open mics are a sausage fest. Most shows I'm on, I'm the only female-identified person. Uh, We did a show as part of the Mutity Comedy Fest in El Rio a couple of days ago, and it was amazing. There was so much representation, Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. um, maybe I... Blanked it out, but uh, you were there, uh, Billy Joe. I don't remember any punching down. I don't remember that moment of. Well, if you're going to do that in a gay bar, you deserve you deserve to get punched. But right, but uh, people do. Yeah. Uh, and not just a gay bar, I've a lesbian it. dive bar. Right. Yes. I know. I was I was very happy being there. Uh, but yeah, it was that <laughs> was that was great. That was how I imagined all of the Bay was going to be. Yeah. So I've come a little unstuck in my optimism yeah. there. <laughs> and I
2: think it used to be like not all of it, but certainly more like Valencia Street, which is not too far from here. There used to be. Like lesbian bars all up and down, and bookstores mm. and co-ops all up and down Valencia Street in the nineties, and then with like gentrification, a lot of folks are forced to move out, and then now it's more just like kind of high-end shops. So right. I think part of it is that like it's not that that idea of what this place, it does have a reputation for a reason. It's just unfortunately that's not the reality right. that we're living in right now. Right.
3: Well, and and LGBT people are more accepted now, and we don't need to retreat into spaces where we need to feel actually physically right. safe.
4: We don't have to hide in our own places. The the town where I live in is very pro-LGBTQ and there is no gay bar because we don't need one. Mm. Right. We're welcome everywhere. But right.
1: is that true, though? I mean, Madison is, is LGBTQ-friendly, but oh, no. Boulder I felt it is needed. Yeah, Boulder might be another few steps yes. up from that. But still, I like to be in my own space sure. with my mm-hmm. queer peeps because yeah. the culture out there is not LGBTQ-friendly. So I don't know. I I, yeah. I feel there should be a space for gay bars. Yeah, yeah. Right. and
2: they're I mean, you
4: my card. Come to Boulder. Okay. Yeah. I mean, there have been it's
2: gay bashings in San Francisco within right. the last few years. So it's not to say that it's th- things are perfect here. And then there's also, of course, within the gay community, Mm -hmm. there's still plenty of racism and misogyny and transphobia and And
4: people getting shot for using a certain bathroom what was that two weeks ago that happened Jesus
3: Christ oh my god two Thanksgivings ago I was in Denver because my dad lives there and I brought um, my boyfriend at the time we're not dating anymore because uh, we we did. We,
1: Is that because we, you married him? Yes. Um, uh, yay! Happy ending. Uh, <laughs> well, not really. Heteronormative culture, boo! But I'm <laughs> I'm married too, so I can say that. He's, boo! He's a
3: he's a doctor. I have no issues with with, with anything there. Um, but uh, we were we went to one gay bar that was like you know just like a relic of disco era. They had a, it, it was Denver. It was like cowboy. Charlie's. Gay Charlie's. They had instead of a, a crystal ball, uh, uh-huh. not, a, not a crystal ball, a, a disco ball. It was um, disco a, boots. Disco, <laughs> a, a pair of cowboy boots with the little mirrors on them. And um, we went. It was later on in the night, and we we looked up a, a gay cafe just a few blocks away. We went, and on the way there, we got punched in the face. What? By this guy. Like it, it was <laughs> like it was it was like disturbing and weird, but at the same time, like this guy swung once and hit both of us. Oof. Just like Palfax one, two. Colfax is amazing. Two. Honestly, I'm. It was a well-executed hate crime. Um, and then the police came, and then they're like, "All right, well, we're probably not going to be able to find him. So, what do you want to do?" We're like, "Ah, thanks for your help." And then we right. went to. It turned out it wasn't a gay cafe; it was a lesbian bar. And then we just felt like, oh, thank God, we're so you think you were
1: punched by a lesbian? Is that what's going on here?
3: No, I'm pretty sure (laughs) because we we pack
1: a good punch.
4: I just want to put
1: that out there. If they ended up
4: at Blush and Blue, then I'm telling you, they walked a a uh, very (laughs) fun part of Colfax, which is our uh, most um, colorful street.
3: He was he, he was I assume a man, and so was his friend. But I think they were trying to get money from people because he like tried to hassle us for some money, um, and I guess he figured gays.
1: Huh. Well, yeah. sorry that happened. Yeah, yeah, it's all
3: right. I um, I almost immediately started just joking about it because that's how I deal with anything that's right. at right. all it's painful. Right. I think that's how a lot of us.
2: Right. Yeah. I mean, I think also there's that. I'm curious though if like Hollywood wasn't so problematic in its own way, like. In the entertainment business like how many more queer and gay comedians there would be because i do feel like so much of it is a defense mechanism like mm-hmm. oh, i'm gonna make fun of myself before someone right. else can make fun of me right and I, I do feel like that's definitely a coping mechanism that i myself used for a while like just to even like self-identify and even to express myself to hopefully an affirming audience mm-hmm. just talking about like identity and what i was going right. through
1: I, I grew up in the Netherlands, in uh, in Amsterdam, and so um, I love to make fun of Americans. But I I, uh, I have to I have to watch myself in my shows because if you do too much of it, people don't like it. You know, it's like yeah, at it some point, pompous. yeah, exactly, exactly. And and you know, I am probably am a, a, a snobby person anyway, so I need to watch that. <laughs> uh, but it's you know, it, maybe it's also punching down. I mean, God, this you know, a lot of easy low lying <laughs> targets in this country right now. So
2: yeah, folks are welcome to make fun of Americans on this show. I mean, that's kind of what <laughs> happens, and I myself. I was born here i lived most of my life here and still it's just yeah i mean the way things are but again it's like really the you know the folks in positions of power it's not right. the general population it's when it's i was traveling through
4: run. asia if i got mistaken
1: for a european i was treated better mm. oh yeah yeah
2: that makes sense
1: which is sad though because i mean it's something it's a it's a uh, discussion i have with my family and friends back in europe it's like they they have very negative views of mm-hmm. the United States, which are just not really borne out by the actual people that live here, and right. and especially at the moment, it's you know uh, difficult to defend some of the policies Absolutely. and actions coming out of this country. Absolutely, but they're still. I mean, it's an amazing place, and it's very vibrant, and I think there's also. Uh, a very strong culture of resistance in the United mm-hmm. States that perhaps there isn't in Europe because mm. it's so comfortable. Right. Interesting. Um, so I I I do defend this country a lot <laughs> yeah. when I'm in Europe uh, because it's it's not what people think it is.
2: Yeah. Uh, yeah. I would imagine that maybe more folks are realizing that now that mm-hmm. the general population doesn't necessarily support a lot of the actions of, for instance, like imperialism and like the military going into other countries, for right. instance, and all the harm that's done and like the big businesses that are here right yeah (sighs) yeah i sigh a lot on this show too just because it's like oh goodness but yeah hopefully there's a main more information out there and you Mm. know folks are protesting all over the world so that that gives me hope when i feel like a lot of despair i think about folks organizing and right now at the uc systems a lot of the grad students are on strike Mm -hmm. and they're organizing and we I guess need to
4: talk a lot of the eighteen to twenty-five year olds into voting.
2: Yeah. Oh my God. I mean, <laughs> I-
4: if we can mobilize the youth <laughs> this year, we can change things. Yeah. But I it's without them, we have nothing.
2: I think uh, yes, and I think also part of it is that there's so much like ro- voter repression, where like I've heard of folks waiting hours and hours yep. to, you know, and also people can't get off work. Right. It's you know like aside from folks yeah, who, who th- don't th- vote, but
4: they, they make the. Uh, Polling places only open for a short amount of time and uh, long lines, and people trying to get off work in time to get there. Yep. I see where that works.
2: Yeah, yeah, or closing I've heard like in Texas they were closing places, yeah. especially like within working class neighborhoods. Like it's so obvious what they're doing. It
1: really questions what we think democracy is. And I don't know that we know what democracy is because we also know that the person running this country wasn't actually mm-hmm. elected to run right. this country. So I that, know and, what it... and that somehow is acceptable, which I just don't get at all. And then uh, in Europe there are different uh, electoral systems that some people say are more or less democratic. Uh, but the way that people seem to be able to control who gets to vote right. is it's it's bizarre
2: it's
4: not what the forefathers uh, foresaw i'm sure well
3: yeah. even with them they can go fuck themselves well i'm pr- i'm pretty Speaking sure of, I, I mean pre- i'm pretty sure honestly, they were down yeah. with not letting black people vote i'm pretty yeah, sure yeah. they, they, You're they not were against okay or women right. or um, women,
1: not women yeah right which is something that I'd like to talk about is, uh, I mean, the 18 to 25s, yes, uh, but when are we gonna be able to imagine a woman president? Because clearly 2020 is not yet the year and people um, apparently, um, an article I read about this and various voices I've heard, um, and I, I sympathize, people were nervous about voting for Warren because they just didn't think that she could get Trump out. So then we're saying that think of all the words that you think of when you think of that man um, I'm not even sure if that's the right word. I mean, I have just so much whatever. No man despises. Like <laughs> but <laughs> people still man. think that he is more electable than a woman, any right. woman, but especially someone with the um experience of of Warren. she and it's, she would be
3: phenomenal too. she she would be and she's moderate enough but progressive enough. Uh, she's I mean, she she came in because Ted Kennedy died and and he held the Senate seat in Massachusetts forever. And that was right when the uh, Obamacare was coming out. And so the people of Massachusetts got scared into voting for Scott Brown in the special election. And then Elizabeth (laughs) Warren came in, and Ted Kennedy was the lion of the Senate. That's what he was known as. And and he left these big old shoes to fill. And she just came right in and exchanged them for a bigger size. And she's been phenomenal. Yeah.
1: I think, she'll, I she'll think be we're back. bruised um, by yeah. what happened with Hillary, uh, you know, yeah. and I certainly feel that. Like, you think? oh yeah, if we, well, if <laughs> sorry, right. <I> was just <laughs> <speaking>. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, in all, terms yeah. of the womanness, but right. I mean, I yeah. don't think Warren comes with the baggage that that no. Hillary Clinton no, did. Not but at
3: all. people have been targeting Hillary for. Decades.
1: That's because they they knew that
4: she was most likely to be the nomination, so Just they started uh, yeah. tearing her down in the Obama years, well, and also her
3: even, policy even, even before that, even even before Clinton was president,
4: because she was a driven right. woman with with political aspirations since the '60s, and she ma- never made any bones about letting people know that. Well, right.
1: she wasn't so even Hillary Clinton until she started running for president. I think she always yeah. kept her own name. Yeah,
3: running. And even that was considered well or unacceptable. Or or like Hillary Rodham Clinton. Right. When, when yeah. he
4: when he ran for president, she took Hillary Rodham. Clinton because of the fact that the f- when he was running for governor people actually used that against him. So Can was you believe fine that? Hillary Rodham Clinton right. instead of Hillary Rodham.
1: Yep.
3: Well, this so a mess. I know. <laughs> at the at the risk of upsetting everybody. Go um, for it. A statistic that I bring back every single time these conversations come up. Uh, the number of people that voted for Trump Is basically the same as the number of people that voted in 2012 for Romney, in 2008 for McCain, in 2004 for Bush, in 2000 for Bush. But if you look at the Democratic turnout, Obama way up here, Obama way up here, Clinton, boom, down, and 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 plenty of that can be attributed to voter suppression and Russian intelligence interference. But I still believe that the number one most Important change that can be made is just getting people to give a shit and vote.
1: That seems to be the case, which is back to your point, right? That got
4: Obama elected was we mobilized the youth. Yeah, I've worked with the party for many years. You know, um, we got out there, and I was a part of New Era, and I don't know if you guys remember what that was. We got out there and really hit hard, getting the youth Mm -hmm. mobilized, getting them registered to vote. You know. Getting them educated on what they had to do in that state to vote.
2: Mm-hmm. He also and ran. That on is
4: a that is how we got them so aggressively involved, and we need to do that again. Yeah, and he also well, ran screwed.
2: ran on a progressive platform, which I think it's like not part of the conversation. Is that they keep on the de- the Democratic establishment keeps on putting up these centrists who keep on voting for wars and right. voting to cut social services, and it's like, why would I want? Just because you have a D next to your name doesn't mean that you're you care about. The working class right or healthcare right oh, goodness. <laughs> oh yeah again not really a comedy show here <laughs> but
3: uh, I, had, I had jokes about that yesterday at the show here we had last night it was um, called yikes I'm edgy as fuck and the idea was to try and offend people and I started off I said all right I admit it I didn't vote on Super Tuesday who else didn't vote and so many people raised their hands what it was like half the room didn't vote what? And um, I asked this guy, why did you vote? He's like, "Oh, well, I'm registered in a different place. I didn't know you could be an independent and vote in the Democratic primary. And I said, I didn't vote because Oregon's primary isn't for two months, but no, you've got good reasons too. <coughs> <laughs> there are kids locked in cages at the border, but no, the, 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 the website to get vote by mail is kind of kind of weird. So you have right, so it's fine.
1: Well, I only just became a citizen, so I was oh, super great. proud to vote. Fine. And I had to, I, and I do a set about that. I had to answer some dumb shit to get, oh, sure. to become a citizen. I, I, and I'm for for sure... the citizenship
3: test or just like weird background forms? No, no,
1: well, that too. But uh, yeah, and those were fun too, but for the civics test, mm. yeah. Um, but I, I just I was like, just so excited to vote on Tuesday. And I'll be so excited to vote in, mm. in November, even though I'm at this point, not really all that excited anymore. I mean, there's going to be a very old white man running this country for the next four years. But whatever, I'll be out there. And I'm, I'm excited to it's an incredible privilege. And to see people throw that away. Uh, it saddens it's me. Absurd. It's it really saddens me. So good for you, Billy Joe, doing that great work of yeah. getting people out there. And I'll be joining. I'll be joining that movement now because I can. I'm a citizen and I can go yeah. and tell people. Come yeah. on.
3: It's it's amazing to me that a few weeks ago, everyone on the left, from you know super moderate to super super progressive, just way out there, was all saying the same thing about the Republican Congress or the Senate, the impeachment vote. Like, why would you not? get rid of this pre- you had the chance to get rid of this right. president and you didn't take it why um, would you not right and now i feel the exact same way about people saying that they wouldn't vote for biden if right. he were the nominee right, right i right. fucking wouldn't vote for that piece of shit excuse right. me i
2: hate biden he's terrible
3: he was a segregationist
2: at he, least he,
1: like, we don't the... have to vote for bloomberg that's that's but my, bloomberg too i can my silver I can lining. a lot of these these <laughs> candidates like did, there's
2: did no... you
3: feel this way about biden when he was the vice president
2: yeah
1: okay at okay. least
2: you're consistent I mean, he – the reason that Clarence Thomas is on the bench, who is mm. pro-life, life in quotation marks, is because Biden didn't listen to Anita Hill. Right. And so now right. when we're talking about there's a Roe versus Wade case that's going to be on the Supreme Court, we have a, a justice there because of Biden's actions.
3: You're right. We should make sure Trump gets reelected so that the court stays nice and, <laughs> stays nice and liberal. We should – Biden can't beat Trump. Yes, he can. He will not.
5: I think he can he will
3: not. I think he a- I think he has the Midwestern appeal that Hillary Clinton didn't have. He can't even put a fucking sentence together. But you know what he can do? Not be Donald Trump.
2: Yeah, I'm not Donald Trump either. Am I gonna get elected? No.
1: I, I just a quick uh, word here I um, Biden does have a speech disability and sometimes I worry that he's not being able to get a sentence together is because he's struggling with that so I just want to put that out there okay, that that you. you know we don't want to be too you know I think it's amazing that he's out there having had a severe stutter and I don't mean that in a disability porn kind of way uh, you know <laughs> that's you know to be a public speaker Um right and uh, a, a quick plug here if I may quick plug is that possible Yeah. Uh, for my friend fellow comedian Nina G uh, she has a book called Stutterer uh, Interrupted mm-hmm. and uh, so she talks a lot about what it's like to be a public speaker and mm. a comedian and, and having a stutter and how mm. the society views you so I feel that some of the, the anti-Biden rhetoric about him not being able to put a sentence together comes from that and I'm okay. not saying you come from that Oh no. just you. bear it in mind thank you for
2: pointing that out. I didn't, I didn't know that about him oh okay so yeah it's more yeah. like his policy so the,
1: the focus on the policy doing. See, yeah, I absolutely. think there—that's a safer bet. I—I yeah. uh, I don't know if I think anybody can beat Trump. I think I'm Bernie. Sorry. Can. I he's just... got the momentum too. And that's not saying that any of these people are not good or that I wouldn't vote for them. Yeah. Just it's just the momentum strong. of this—the this, country right, right now. It's. Uh, and then what are we going to do?
3: I love—I I love Bernie. I really do. I think he's exactly what we need. Um, I—he's the only politician that I've ever put a bumper sticker on my car for. Um, <laughs> I, I think he's great. I think he'd be like a great, like, like, you know, the Obama hope poster, like th- something like that of Bernie, but just like whatever. Um, and I'm just, I'm, I'm so hopeful in November. I'm just, I, 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 I am so excited to cast my vote for Joe Biden in November, but I wish it could be Bernie.
4: It's amazing how we traded new hope for old despair.
1: Mm, that's profound.
3: At this point, I would vote for a broom with an upturned bucket for a head over Donald Trump. Amen. What would the difference be? What are any of Biden's policies, if anyone knows? Not um, <laughs> taking people's children away from them for seeking mm. refuge in the United States That's in order to deter here. in Yet, order to deter people coming here for asylum. But there were more deportations under Obama than they there were, were deported any.
4: Deported for breaking the laws well, fu- they were not they were just uh, they also changed the definition coming here
2: people there are trans women who are in detention and obama one of obama's speeches was interrupted by genocide gutierrez who is an activist and she was booed by a lot of the upper class gay guys in the audience mm-hmm. and she, people have been deported it's like been a thing throughout this country for ages people right. have been deported i don't give a fuck about these borders i don't care whether or not someone is Breaking the law or not breaking the law, people are coming here for a better life. Yeah. The people who cause more harm in this country, the people who own the prisons, are these politicians that we're talking about right now. I can't argue so, with that. I don't see Biden I doing anything. to We're like, all on the that.
1: same page. I guess the right. question is, do you really think Biden or Trump makes no difference? That's what you said. It makes. No difference. I don't think
3: things are going to get better for most people now.
1: Really? So
2: because people are going to be complacent when Biden gets elected.
3: Right. So four, four years ago, there was a lot of people who were upset that the DNC screwed over Bernie. And out of protest and out of anger and frustration, which was all justified feelings, they, they didn't vote for Hillary. And so my question for you, when, when I hear the way that you're talking about Biden, is that it, it seems to be like you're trying to justify for not him. voting for him. Do you truly and honestly believe that this company that no, this company that this country is this country is a company it's an, oil comp- com- it's an oil do it's you, an oil company with a military do you believe that this country is honestly not worse off now than if Hillary had been president i think it's
2: worse in different ways i think if she had been elected we still would be having wars i think the the working class still would not have their rights and I think a lot of people who are now resisting and protesting would be totally satiated with the status quo. So I think it would be worse than a, it would be like bad in another way. There are people who say, if Hillary were elected, we'd be at brunch right now. People have been like, there's police violence, there is homelessness, there are folks without insurance. I don't, I didn't see in any of her platforms doing anything to do these with to like counteract any of these policies with any working people so my life might be better under her and other people's lives might be better under her however a lot of other folks still would have a really
3: shitty time would any whose lives would be worse under her
1: and then right now that's a good question yes
3: because you just said yours maybe people abroad a lot of people's would be better i think it would i don't know for certain whose would be worse and mine might be worse i don't
2: know because i've seem to, like, lose my mind when I argue with neoliberals a lot. So maybe, like,
1: <laughs> my life might be worse in some other way. So and there'd do
2: you, be – go ahead.
1: No, no, sorry. I didn't mean to interrupt you. Um, do you think, then, that uh, if if you're right, Colin, that people just really didn't vote for Hillary because they were so pissed that Bernie got screwed over, which he did, and he's likely to get screwed over again? And do you I, think I, people I've are going to stay people. home? People are not going to vote for Biden. I'm not hearing you voting for Biden.
2: Um, no. I've also always lived in blue states when I voted, so – <laughs>
1: so, but then we're looking at another four years of Trump,
3: and another four years of irreversible psychological yeah. damage being inflicted on the children. At a
2: state that's go- overwhelmingly gone to Democrat. That's somehow going to take away from like also like we're putting. We've already spent like almost half an hour talking about this presidential election, mm-hmm. and no time talking about local elections mm-hmm. or mutual aid or other ways that folks can support each other. We can talk about that. So mm-hmm. I think it's also just like we're putting so much. I think the country also puts so much money, time, energy, the media. Into the presidential election and not about local politics, local people helping each other out too. And like we end up, you know, arguing. Even though I'm sure all the folks here, we all want health care, we all want everyone to have their basic needs met. I think I can't speak for y'all, but I I want those
3: things enough to vote for Joe Biden. Over. See, you can't even have like a serious
2: comment. You have to make a joke about it.
3: I'm 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 being very serious. When Joe Biden,
2: if you if you if you (sighs) Joe Biden's not going to do Medicare for all, though.
3: Yeah, but you know what he's not going to do. try to repeal the Affordable Care Act.
4: right? And he's not going to try to take more funding away from the food stamps and from... Abortion.
3: He said he was going to cut Social Security. He
2: said this time and time again. Hmm.
3: Is he going to cut it more than Donald Trump would if he had the chance? I don't know. We have to wait and find out.
4: I would certainly like to find out what he will do instead of what Trump has next.
2: The idea that somehow one has to settle for him because we Trump is obviously evil. Like the bar keeps on getting lower and lower, and I don't want to vote for a segregationist. Is he I don't a want segregationist? He has, yes, in the 60s. He voted against in, in, busing in, children. In, in the 60s. Let me
4: just remind uh. you that I am not the same person I was 10 years ago. Yeah, I'm not
3: the same I person highly, I was four years ago.
4: I highly doubt that he has not grown since the 60s. Thank God this country has grown since the 60s. Obviously not all, but most. There's
3: more, pe- there is more people in prison now than the 60s. So you know what I think is the issue here? I, I think that <laughs> the, the way that liberal people, when, when we look at our uh, nomination process, we, th- they always say Democrats fall in love, Republicans fall in line. And then the Republican primaries in 2016, it was a bloodbath because they, they came out of 2012 saying, all right, we really need to seriously reconsider how we approach women and minorities, and LGBT people, and they tried to like kind of inch toward that, but there was still that huge racist Nazi wing of the of the party, and so there was you mean just the church. Right, sorry. <laughs> what, what, did, what did I say? Um, and so, out of that chaos, we got Trump. But then everybody, people like Ted Cruz, who was just made fun of by Trump in public, people fell like in him, line. they still fucking fell in line, and then and then now they still hold the office and
4: none of my respect
3: and none of and, it's ridiculous this whole iran garbage the the not putting scientific people in front of coronavirus when when random events in global politics take place you want to have someone who is going to do a good job. It's like, if you at
4: least give a shit.
3: Yeah. Cause the Try. way, the way our government works, most of government is just people in a local office, just who are just moving forms around. Let's be honest. And it's like the Tesla autopilot as if anything, if I've learned anything since Trump has gotten into office, it's that honestly, for the most part, we kind of hold ourselves together in what government does as far as making sure that my house hasn't burned down and that, you know, water is still being delivered to most communities, obviously with some exceptions. But when you know that autopilot fails, you still need to be able to have someone in the car to grab the wheel and steer back in. And coronavirus is a great example of right. autopilot failing., yeah. and he's asleep at the wheel.
1: And he's not just asleep at the wheel. He's actively trying to <laughs> break <laughs> the car, whatever metaphor. I mean, I'm not a big yeah. fan of Tesla, so I can't <laughs> quite figure that out how to work the metaphor. But he's
3: I mean, he's trying to hack
1: that shit. Yeah. I mean, he's actively denying that it's a thing. He's not, he's, the funding is now coming in, but it's being taken away from other places that also need it. There are not enough testing kits. He's, he doesn't understand there are no more scientists in the government because they've all left in despair i mean the damage that that man has done in in 3 years and if remember 3 years ago I, but after he came in and he first started the muslim ban and and we were all just we couldn't believe that it got so bad so quickly. And we really thought, well, you know, I mean, how long can this last, right? Well, mm-hmm. apparently it can possibly last another eight years because we're already three years into it. He's going strong. They had a chance to get him out and they didn't take it. I right. mean, anybody, anybody that's Republican, don't give me, oh, well, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm pro-life or I'm physically conservative. You are in bed with that man. You're a racist, right. you're a white supremacist, and you are an asshole there is no more you know we can agree to meet in the middle there is no middle but that's what this country is they could have gotten him out they didn't and he is has a good chance i think we can agree on that wherever we stand he has a good chance of getting back in for another four years it's it's as a new citizen i don't even like i i I, maybe i'm gonna have to go give it back and say (laughs) okay people
2: yeah I mean that's if, <laughs> even if there is an election. I mean everything he's done up to this point. He jokes about being in there for another four years, like twenty-five going on. years, because yeah. he's
1: not going to change the constitution. Right. And like, it's almost like it's not funny anymore because it's, it's like, really well, what it if he does? Be, yeah, it was never place. funny to begin with. But it's like he comes up with this crazy shit, and yeah. you're like, he could. What if he does do that? I mean, who right. knows? There's he no keeps pushback. That up
4: eventually, the marine whose who's job it is to guard him will take him out.
1: <laughs> hasn't happened. I've thought yet, about girl. that a lot. I'm like, why hasn't yet? that happened yet? I know. They shot JFK for crying out. Anyway, we probably shouldn't be saying that. That's all right. <laughs> Fuck it. <laughs>
2: we can totally say that here.
1: <laughs> but I mean, the, I think the thing that's also just aside from all like
2: the, the cruelty across the globe is just the fact that like, here we are, the four of us sitting here. We haven't met before, for you know, for the most part. And then we end up like, I mean, I know I get really defensive, mm-hmm. certainly talking about a lot of these things, and it's like, it ends up pitting people against each other who shouldn't be. Okay.
1: So going back to your point about local elections, I live in Sunny Sunnyvale. We try and put the funny in Sunnyvale, (laughs) Uh, and how's that working? It's good, actually. Sunnyvale has a lot of funny people in it. Right on. Um, and there was this measure called Measure B, which don't ask me exactly what it is, yeah. but I did vote on it on Tuesday because <laughs> you know I needed to exercise my new, newly found democratic right. I was, I was right. excited
3: to hold the pen. Exactly.
1: I just... And I was at the farmers market last week, and there were two tables: vote no, vote yes. Mm-hmm. And I went to talk to both of them, yeah, and I announced, yeah. it, so "I'm also going to talk to the other side. I don't right. really know what this is about." All I knew at the end of it was really why the other people were wrong, but I still couldn't really tell you what the measure actually was. Yeah. Stop it. Stop it. Just give me the information. We are so
4: blessed in Colorado that we have the Voter's Guide. Oh, yeah. Yeah.
3: We we have it in Oregon, too, and Vote by Mail. It
4: it says, you know, here is the measure in all its legal words. Oh, no, we get that, too, but it's it's a little complicated. Here is plain language of what that said. And then there, there's a page of all the pros and a page of all the cons. Okay, yeah,
1: didn't have that. Because that's what you want to know. What are the actual implications right. of this? It's something about the mayor, and I got it in the end. Yeah. But it took a lot of research that a lot of people wouldn't have time yeah. for. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and I have access to resources. But it was more... The people are out there in the morning at the farmer's market. They're clearly very committed to their yes. right. cause. Right. So don't just be mean about the other people. And I don't think they were meaning to be, but yeah. that's just kind of how it has evolved. Yes. That at least we're not over there. And we are no better than that, yeah. right? I mean, we just hate Republicans at this we point. We used to
4: hate negative campaign. Now, we, now we're now we just like, oh, yay, a least negative campaign. <laughs>
2: right. And it's also so much about... <sighs> The um, yeah, like talking about what you don't want instead of what you do want, right. Like, Oh, well, you yeah. don't want Trump, so therefore, we need to have this alternative, and then said we can move the, the conversation to be what do we all want to work f- towards, right? We want to work towards Medicare for all, we mm-hmm. want to make sure that folks have housing and like their basic needs met, and food and access to education and public right. transit and infrastructure. But when he and cut climate change, we need to like yeah. address.
4: Now, here's something that I think a lot of people missed when he did this last round of s- cuts for food stamps. It's where an adult with no dependents can only be on for a certain amount of time. Now, who, in my mind, the first thing I think is you're taking grandparents' food away. Right. You know, these 60-year-old folks went on a, a uh, uh, settlement or, an you know, a set income and now they've been on it for 20 years. They're in their 80s, and now you're going to take their food away? That's what I hear.
3: And who do you think they're going to vote for? <laughs> I,
4: and that it's is so frustrating. How does that happen?
3: I don't know. But you know what? At least they vote is the True. thing. You know? I was. Um, I
4: forgot to mail my ballot before I left here, so I'm taking that as a personal barb. <laughs> That's, all right. That's I, all right. I know.
3: It's, there's lots of ways to show up. Uh, right. right. I mean, I— Fair. I think the best thing you can do if you don't like the nominee is to still vote for them. The second best thing you can do is show up and turn in an empty ballot or what have you. The third the second to worst thing you can do is is vote for somebody that, that I that I personally do not like.
1: <laughs> the
3: worst thing you can do is not vote.
1: So in Australia they have mandatory voting. Is that a good thing?
3: I think so. If you if if you have an option for you can spoil your like ballot. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. can
1: spoil your ballot. You don't have to vote. But you have to go and vote.
3: Oh. Yeah.
1: I would love to see that.
4: I mean, talk about a way to get rid of voter suppression. Mm. Right. So what if we ha- have a lot of my dick on the ballot? You know?
2: <laughs> it would, we'd probably be better off, honestly.
1: I'd vote, <laughs> I'd vote for your dick, Billy Joe.
3: <laughs> my dick won the plurality of votes, but didn't get enough of the electoral votes. It probably would have done better if it didn't have the D next to its name. <laughs> that, that scares no, away a lot of people. So let's sad. let's
2: take a bit of a music break, and sure. we'll be back in a bit.
3: Great. Stay tuned. I'm
2: Alright, and welcome back to the Weekly Review. I thought for this part we can also just talk about, if you all want to talk a little bit about your lives or anything you want to share, stories from your experiences doing comedy or not doing comedy, uh, just open it up to personal stories you want to share with us. I got pulled listeners.
4: over in St. Louis walking.
3: <coughs> oh no. Oh my.
4: <laughs> I wasn't even carrying a cash register. Too slow? You're going walking too slow? I had spoken to a homeless kid
3: uh can't do that in red states they will take you out for it
4: but i mean seriously this this bicycle cop pulls me over and wants to know you know did that kid try to try to buy money from you no he says well um we've had a problem with that as well he still didn't try hey where are you where do you live colorado well what are you doing here i'm, I'm here for a, a business conference I figure at this point he's going to, oh, not run off the tourists, let me go. Mm-hmm. No, he wants, well, what hotel are you staying at? Wh- which conference Ooh. is this? So now I have to explain that for me, a comedy festival is a work conference. <laughs> <laughs> it's true.
3: <laughs> and in many ways, a work conference is a comedy festival.
4: No kidding. <laughs> it's... So I give him my business card. I send him to my YouTube channel. I'm like, yeah, check it out. If you like stuff about the military, you'll really love my, my. you know, and he's still trying to play hard ass. He's all, I'm going to check this out. You know, he's got my card in his hand. He's, I'm going to check this out as soon as I get to the office. Don't forget to hit like and subscribe. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I got pulled over um, driving from Wisconsin to the Bay Area in um, St. Bumblefuck, Wyoming. I forget the actual name of the no, place. No, that was the actual name yeah, of the place. Almost. I hear they have a
3: wonderful doll museum and, in uh, <laughs> St. Bumblefuck, Wisconsin, Wyoming. Wyoming.
1: Yeah. Um, and it was a, well, it's one of those speed traps. And apparently my brother sent me an article about it later. Apparently that's what they do to, to get revenue because there's yep. nothing else yep. to do. And so I got caught in this speed trap. And, uh, and so I got a speeding ticket. Uh, but it, there's me and um, my wife, who is a woman of color, and our kid in the back. And the car just packed to the hilts, right? Because we were moving. And, you know, we did have a U-Haul going over. But we still had so much shit in the car. And so I'm sure we look a little suspicious. And so he pulls me over and does the license, driving license. Okay, get this. Um, My driver's license has... Okay, that's there. I don't have the car registration. I have no idea where that thing is. My documents are somewhere in the car, but not where they should be. He goes... Yeah. And then he goes on his computer, and somehow the car is not registered to me. Like, there's something... And it turned out later there was a, a snafu in the Wisconsin system, but it's not pulling up. And... And he lets me go. He, he gives me a ticket for speeding, which I even tried to argue with just a teeny tiny bit, but that wasn't happening. And I was like, okay, because there's so much else. Mm-hmm. But also we were such, in the mind of a, a, a white male policeman, there was so much sus- suspicious about oh. us. Like, who's that kid? Why have you got so much shit in your car? What's the relationship between people? He could have had fun with us. Right. Mm. And he didn't. And in fact, he said, well, there's no evidence of criminal activity here. And I hated him for that so much because I thought, you are making me feel my white privilege in ways that I really don't want to. Right Here in the middle of Wyoming, it was just everything. I mean, it was was great for us, but everything about it was so wrong, including that I got done for a speeding ticket. But that's (laughs) the least of the story. But I mean, it was like he just let me go because he was like, well, p- literally no evidence of criminal activity. If that's not police Oof. speak for you're white, I don't know what is. Yeah. Thank I you, though, sir, and don't give me fucking speeding ticketing. I was like, 130 bucks. And he Oof. even said, you know, uh, you can see on your phone what the speed limit is. And I'm like, sir, I was driving. And I don't look at my phone when I'm driving. And my wife was like, yay, that's funny, but it still didn't work. <laughs> <laughs>
3: I got pulled over once um, on my way back from work. I was working nights on this construction project on I-5, um, and I had the company truck that had the flashing yellow lights on top, um, which weren't on when I got pulled over. That was just—I it was seven in the morning. I'd been up since you know three p.m. the day before. I was exhausted. I just wanted to get home, and and, and it was a highway project, so when I'm driving, I'm always fast because I have to get up to speed real quick to get around and, and all and all that stuff. So this guy pulls me over. And I swear to God, this guy had come to my house once because our, my roommates were throwing a big loud party or something. And I was just white as the driven snow with my you know, high visibility vest, my, my work truck with the flashing yellow lights. He pulled me over. He's like, look, hey, I know you're probably just going to work. Actually, I'm coming back from work. I'm on night shift. He's like, oh my god, me too. Uh, anyway, please drive slower. Have a nice day. And that's that. That's the story.
4: I ran a stop sign this morning in front of a cop and didn't even get stopped. Talk about You know, I mean, as soon as I saw the stop sign, I tried to stop, and then I realized it was just not safe. And and as I'm going through the intersection, I make eye contact with the cop. Mm -hmm. I looked at Rachel. I said, well, I'm getting pulled over. And we both just waited for him to flip a bitch and turn on his lights, and he never did. Mm. And halfway to her job, she's like, well, that's the biggest... example of white privilege ever you know and i mean my car is safety yellow and i made eye contact with the cop
3: there's Mm.
1: no way he didn't see this shit
3: i drive a kia soul it's like having an invisibility cloak no one no cops notice those things
1: I got I got pulled over and now that we're on pulling over stories uh, <laughs> years ago in Wisconsin it was the first time and it was like being in a movie like I had the flashing lights behind me and I was like oh shit am I gonna get shot you know I mean <laughs> that's what happens in movies right and so there's me and my little Subaru and uh, and the the officer walks over and like one of my brake lights is out but I was so nervous because yeah. of just what I'd seen oh, on yeah. TV and everything and I so I said I'm super nervous I don't know what to do I'm, I'm scared and yeah. she was it was in a small um, section of, of Madison, Wisconsin, that's not even part of Madison. So it's all super local. Mm-hmm. And um, so she was reassuring, but it turned out my license was so I, my brake light was out, and then I showed her my license, and she goes, uh, This is three years out of date. And I'm like, Oh, I'm, I buy alcohol with it. It's all I do. You know, I had no idea it was out of date. And so I had to go to court. Um, And then that court is like a... um, It's public, so you can hear all the other cases. And the the woman before me was there because she'd run a stop. This is what made me think of it. She'd run through a stop sign in her Toyota Prius, and she was there to contest not guilty, and her defense was, well, the Toyota Prius is no good in the snow, so I couldn't brake. I tried to brake, but I couldn't. And the judge is like, well, maybe you want to get a better car. Like, how is that a defense? and then the person is explaining to her you know if you plead not guilty then you have to go to another court Mm. and it will cost you money and she's like yeah i'm not pleading guilty because it was the car's fault i'm like wow this is amazing um so she blamed it on the toyota prius was her name becky or karen (laughs) i think it was karen becky
3: (laughs) (laughs) middle name sharon
1: yeah
2: right i've been well i guess twice once for speeding whatever (laughs) Second time, I think I was on my bike and I didn't have, like, bike lights on because I just couldn't afford it at the time because bike lights can be pretty expensive, especially if they get stolen. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, wow, you're going to ticket me for not having lights on my bike even though I can't afford lights Where was that? It was in San Francisco. This was to years have, ago. You have to have bike lights? You're yeah. supposed to. If oh, you wow. don't have
4: lights on your bike in uh, Boulder, you should not ride at night. It, there is a law. I mean, it's Light, probably good Lights that on the front
3: and a rear reflector is what it was yes. in in Davis. And the cops would they would pull people over, but they would just give them like these little cheap lights. lights. Yeah,
2: that makes sense. Like you know, like if you yeah, like I get it. It's safer to have lights. But the idea. Well, when I'm
1: next in Holland, I'll get you all the little cheap lights that you can oh. buy there in the in the best shop in the world. I don't a have Dutch a bike shop. anymore. Well, I'm not going to buy you a bike if that's what you're <laughs> going for here. So that, that's that's not you. That's, it was. That's no sorry, not happening. If
3: the Netherlands could buy this country some good bike infrastructure that is th- when then I'll, the netherlands then I'll let it go. when the
1: netherlands looks at the united states right now that is its main concern that yeah. there are not not enough bicycles that's yeah. the number one concern about the united in states in the town
4: where i live the bicycle um, lanes are better maintained mm. than you know i mean they wow. will clear all the bike trails through mm. town but they're not plowing the
1: city streets. i love it <laughs> yeah Nice. What happened to dynamos? Like we had, that's what I grew up with. Like you have the little thing that goes against your wheel, mm-hmm. front wheel, and that creates the friction, yeah. the el- electricity to power your light. And so oh, cool. it's always, a, there's always a light. So you don't need batteries and you can't take them because it's attached to your bike. That's really cool. And of course we wouldn't use them at night because it makes biking just a teeny tiny bit harder right, because you've right, got the friction right. of the dynamo against the, Was yeah, really silly, but a great way of creating light. But I don't see them anymore. Now you just get these fancy bike lights yeah. that people yeah. can steel
2: yeah i mean just have to remember to take them off but they have now they have a uh, usb
1: oh you can, so you can
2: recharge them which is good
1: USB the dynamo bike lights i don't know i think the dynamo is a better idea
3: i think it might be um because in europe there's way f- more rotaries as we call them Massachusetts traffic circles bike circles roundabout um Roundabouts, but the the, the dynamo,
1: dynamo yeah it's not when, what it's called
3: is that uh, I, I, I don't know. Maybe it's I'm really just translating
1: cool. from Dutch. We didn't hide that fa- have that fancy um, stuff. Al- alternator? <laughs>
3: mo- yeah. no alternator. I, I know it's they, gotta, like, a they don't a work. B- a light bulb here. Work. I had when a big stop,
4: one on my bike
1: to let you know my age. You know. Mm.
3: When you when you stop though, doesn't it not power like the light bulb just?
1: Right, because it only works when you're actually biking. It
3: might it might just be like a you're waiting at a stop sign. Your light dies you, and then that people is, can't see you. That so is might, true.
1: That is that is actually correct, yeah.
3: Or maybe it was yeah. just like a 90s. Probably era nobody uses power. them
1: anymore. I mean, I haven't been in Holland. F- you know, I've lived there for a long time, mm. so you know, I can imagine my my younger sisters rolling their eyes when they hear this, like, oh my god, what? nobody uses those anymore.
2: What are cops like in Holland?
1: You know, I really don't know because I was young when I lived there, um, and I now I just go and visit for sh- very short visits. Um, I imagine assholes like everywhere else. <laughs> I mean, they are armed, unlike yeah. the English um, police. Um, the English police are, were never assholes to me as a white woman, <laughs> uh, but I imagine they're assholes too. Um, i think you put a uniform on anyone and and they become a little bit more asshole. Mm-hmm. yeah and then you give them a gun and they become a lot more asshole. and then you give them power to do whatever the fuck they want and um, a few
3: decades of action movies right yeah it's just like all the media I, like all the cop shows i think it's yeah. all
1: built in it's i don't i mean i'm sure there is a particular type of person that would join the police but mm-hmm. i also think there's probably really good people who really think they're going to make a difference and yeah. then before they know it yeah uh, they're also assholes yeah. and i'm sure Ever been in
4: a country without police brutality laws? I don't that, that, know. You know, I, I was stopped one time um, by a cop in Japan where there are no police brutality laws. And let me tell oh, you, wow. I was very respectful. Yeah, they, <laughs> they don't like
3: criminals in Japan.
4: <laughs> they don't like Americans either.
3: Hmm. <laughs> Especially not American criminals. <laughs>
4: Uh, they will kick your ass and ask questions later, so I was giving him no huh. reason to need to.
3: Yeah. <laughs> wow. I there was a I, I saw on um, some job site when I was looking uh, for work not too long ago. I saw at Portland Police Bureau I was hiring. Oh. And if I if I were to if I were to just just because I have a bachelor's degree, if I were to become a policeman, I would make almost twice as much as I currently make as an engineer. Mm. And so I, I said that at a show.
1: Pam is about to join the police force. People, this is the official that, end of Mutiny Radio. I think, I think your
3: IQ's too high, though, for that. Well, I said that at a show, and I said, if every person who believed that there was a problem with police brutality applied to become a police officer, statistically speaking, the population of shitty cops relative to the total population... Like, we'd get, some good, we'd get a good chunk of people in there, Right. I think the issue is that it's
2: systemic, though. When they have like exactly. laws against being poor, for instance, right, right, then that poor yeah. kid
4: that was shot in the back by the cop in Chicago. In, um, well, no, I'm talking I, about the one well, in Colorado Springs. Oh, yeah. Um, you you was, have to specify when you're. Yeah, <laughs> <he>, right. <laughs> he was shot in the back by the cop while running away from the cop. Mm-hmm. They found that justified because it is actually legal in Colorado. To shoot somebody for running away from the cops. Uh. Finally,
1: something that's bad in Colorado, because you've been quite the uh, you've been quite a com- promoter <laughs> of the state. We're Billy, Billy Joe, on behalf of the Colorado Tourism plenty Board. Have b-
4: plenty have moved to Colorado. We are closed.
3: <laughs> Build a wall.
4: <laughs> well, you know, I mean, Trump wanted to help us out and put that one in, in, in between us and New Mexico.
3: <laughs> We're going to make New Mexico pay for it. I got to laugh stuff uh,
2: yeah uh, yeah i've had i mean the cops here in, in san francisco have been pretty awful as well there except the one places.
4: that didn't pull me over this morning
2: yeah well i like that one <laughs> i guess so i guess so and speaking <laughs> of portland i was like following when there were the uh my nasal my okay forgive my voice as i am my nasal cavity got a little bit
3: close. We all have coronavirus, you don't have to apologize yeah, right. to us. Yeah, that's <laughs> why I cough all over the microphone? <laughs> no, I know. <don't. laughs> um,
2: and actually, oh, that brings me up to uh, some facts about the Dealing with the virus. If we mm-hmm. want to talk about that, we don't have to. Facts? You mean like uh, science? No, we're American yeah, like here. Science, we don't like do a that. At the VA no, no. Just, had, just. Or if you want to be a comedian and stuff, and we can like joke about things instead. I, I brought... No, let's oh. have
1: facts. Let's have a few facts, and then okay. we'll joke about let's it. How about it
2: that? I was thinking about like in uh, Portland when the, like all the, the anti-fascists have shown up to like get the Proud Boys out, and then the police yeah. end up. I mean, the same thing with the police in Berkeley too. They end up pro- protecting like the Nazis, pretty much. Yeah. It's just awful. Ah. Mm. <sighs> Funny show.
4: I brought a whole bunch of hand sanitizer with me, and the first time I pulled it out, somebody's like, "Where'd you get that?" <laughs> yeah, <that's>
1: Freeze. <laughs> you can sell it now. Where the hell did you get that? All right, give us yeah. the Roman. Give so us the coronavirus. So a This SF chalkboard,
2: which is like a cool resource. And this is a coronavirus <laughs> guidelines from VA hospital. Um, their teammate's friend is a medical researcher at the VA hospital. And this useful info about the coronavirus is from one of our colleagues. Uh, okay one and this is from a coronavirus health update from James Robb MD FCAP and this is from March 5th if you have a runny nose and sputum um, you have a common cold too coronavirus pneumonia is a dry cough with no runny nose oh it oh, also oh two is two is the second it's just the paragraph is all, all together let's go ahead
4: it also attacks the lungs mm. so if you start realizing you're having shortness of breath with your cold more than what you have with a cold. Keep in mind, you most likely need to get to the hospital quick.
1: But I just, whenever I think that maybe I have the coronavirus, I feel a little short of breath. Like it's like Mm. in your head, right? You're like, oh my God, oh my God, I can feel it. I can feel it. So, okay, let's go back to the facts. I want to hear this. (laughs) All
2: right. And then number three, this new virus is not heat resistant and will be killed by a temperature of just... Uh, 26 or 27 degrees Celsius or 78 to 80 degrees. Uh, It hates the sun. If someone sneezes with it, it takes about 10 feet before it drops to the ground and is no longer airborne. If it drops on a metal surface, it will live for at least 12 hours. So Mm -hmm. if you come into contact with any metal surface, wash your hands as soon as you can with a bacterial
3: soap. Well, where would I come into contact with a metal surface?
2: Like a car or a handle or... A handrail.
3: Yeah. Uh, I don't think so. I think those are a gun. I I I have a a Glock. It's uh, it's a polymer.
1: Well, there you go. That's that's. Oh, it's I see. It's plastic. Okay, it's lighter. There you go. No, no, no. The coronavirus on your gun. See, I've been on public transportation while I've been here. I guarantee you. There's metal surfaces. I have
4: touched many metal surfaces, that have been touched by many people. You
3: know, the doorknobs in the public restrooms in the city taste really different from the ones in Portland. Mm -hmm. How so? It's just uh, I don't know. It's not salt, it's that kind of a, like that earthy flavor you get with like beets, you know? That makes sense. Yeah, in, in Portland it's more of a, more of an acidic doorknob taste. It depends on which Good to you know you're somebody's
4: in. licking the doorknobs to, to see
3: where we are where We Gotta, we keep, are gotta keep them clean and nice and shiny. Yeah. Stay sanitary.
2: Cool. Okay. Um, fabric, it can survive for 6 to 12 hours. Normal laundry detergent will kill it. Hmm. Drinking warm water is effective for all viruses. Try not to drink liquids with ice. Wash your hands frequently, as the virus can only live on your hands for five to ten minutes. But a lot can happen during that time. You can rub your eyes, pick your nose unwittingly, and so on. Like what, if, what, say, if you, un- uh, what if you pick you know.
1: your nose wittingly? Then what happens then? Just be thinking about it, I guess, while you're doing it. I don't. Know. I'm not a doctor. So no. why? How? Oh, because it likes the cold. So that's why it survives for 12 hours on metal, but only five minutes on your hands. That's interesting, though. That is interesting. See, that's some really good science there. Yeah. Yeah. You they should send it to Donald J Trump at hotmail.com. <laughs> just...
3: At Comcast.net.
2: <laughs> 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 Um, you should also gargle as a prevention. A simple solution of salt and warm water will suffice. suffice. 10. Uh, can't emphasize enough. Drink plenty of water. Okay. And then they also have symptoms, but we can do that later. Talk I'll have now. all of them. We the minute you start it. talking about
1: the symptoms, I'll yeah. start like, oh, yeah. Sitting yeah, in mutiny radio.
2: No. <laughs>
4: uh, well, you know, um, if we keep it down to small numbers, we'll be okay.
3: Well, hot take. Oh, dear. (laughs) The virus is is, for people like me who are not very old and who have health insurance. I don't have to worry about it, but old people who don't have health insurance.
4: FDA, what what category do I fall in? (laughs) I I do
3: not know, but um, you seem to care about the virus and you seem to be taking precautions, so I guess you'll be fine. But plenty of people who aren't taking it seriously and who don't have health insurance and who are very old also voted for Donald Trump. And so I'm just saying if the pandemic gets super bad and all these people should happen to be too sick to vote, wah, wah, wah. maybe, you know, maybe, maybe this Trump this administration isn't all bad. Just almost all bad, except for the one thing. Might just be like a self-cleaning oven, you know?
1: How do they work? I have a self-clean... I've never seen a self-cleaning oven actually clean itself.
3: Um, I'm pretty... Sh- and... And this is not a... I'm
1: sorry if that's off-topic, but uh, that's just you, something very no, important. Now, these,
3: these are the sort of hard-hitting questions uh, that people come to Mutiny Radio for. Right. Yeah. Um, do you want a bullshit answer or an actual answer? It's like Hollywood Squares.
1: I, I, it's hard for me to imagine that those two would not be the same thing.
3: <laughs> I can give you the real answer, or I can or I can make up something... No,
1: give me the real answer, but I'm going to argue with you that that's probably a bullshit answer.
3: So, um, with self-cleaning ovens, which I do not have, uh, y- there's a lock, it seals it, and then it just gets absurdly hot for a very long time and then the little compounds in the grime on the sides just break down from the heat and then the ventilation takes it out and then yeah i
1: can't argue with that much science it
3: burns and goes away
1: I still think that it doesn't look clean at the end yeah, of it. Yeah, that's because you need to go in and wipe all that ash I don't want to do that. What's the point quickly. of having a self-cleaning oven? I'm just not going to do that. Well, you don't have
3: to scrape it super hard and use okay, oven sure. cleaner, which right. makes you your entire see. house... Ooh, ooh,
1: yeah, yeah, it's disgusting. Wipe out the ash, because
4: yeah. that's what it is though.
3: Right. With a little wicker broom.
4: Well, thank you for
1: clarifying that for me.
2: You bet. We're learning a lot today.
1: I know, right?
2: Education's helpful, for sure.
3: Yeah, right? I know a lot of facts about random appliances. <laughs> What's your most favorite random fact? my most favorite random fact Ooh. Ooh, that's
1: that's a tricky one that
3: is a tricky one I don't know um.
1: oh and my son who's 13 his favorite random fact right now is that it's not illegal in the United States to eat dead people oh. cannibalism is not uh, illegal pretty much usa any- <laughs> usa that's the pretty
2: only time i'll ever chant that
1: any way you get hold of a dead body is illegal so there's a supply and demand mm. issue <laughs> I mean, I uh, that he's trying to work his way around i don't know why but he just thinks that's the coolest thing and it is kind of cool and it, he it may be true that they've just never legislated against eating dead bodies because there's no legal way of getting hold of a dead body you either have to kill it yourself or you have to steal it Uh, But technically, if you drop dead right now, which I don't want, just to put that out there, um, I could eat you. I can't imagine that's legal. But he looked up. He showed it to me. It was online, people, on the interwebs. It's no way that that's not correct. It might be illegal in the state (laughs) of California, though. Oh, God, this state oh, and its yeah. liberal laws. Where
3: yeah. have in I Colorado, moved to? We, we,
4: we <laughs> named the food court at the uh, university after a cannibal from the Donna party. So, I mean, it's not like we don't celebrate huh. that shit. The no. chili is super good. <laughs> ah.
1: <laughs> anyway, that's that's uh, that's in our family currently, the most favorite random fact, huh. And we're, we think it's a fact for now. Prove me
3: wrong. Sounds legit. To, right? To be fair, if if someone had an arrangement with someone... Like hey, when I'm dead. That can, defense can, was
4: used in Europe once.
3: Like if 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 I'm if, if I have a friend who I know is like just like has a thing, like I, I, I want to try human flesh, but I'm obviously like I'll never kill someone. And if I like like that friend and if I were gonna die soon, I'd be like, Yeah, you can you can carve off a chunk.
1: Yeah, you'd think that would be legal to tell someone. Like I'm, but I'm not sure that it is. Right,
3: right, but to I'm do not sure that it is.
4: somebody did use that defense as to why they ate their roommate.
1: It's actually a great idea. Next time that he my said s- I could. Next <laughs> time my son brings up his favorite random fact, I'm going to say, well, hon, you know, when I'm gone,
3: but the price Feel of meat free? these days.
1: <laughs> then we'll see how much he likes the random facts.
3: And it's so good to know your food, you know?
0: Right?
1: No I, mean,
4: I know most what of my eat. food. I raised, you know, I, I knew my, my food by name most of the time growing up. I raised my oh, own yeah.
3: chickens, and these kids are for Christmas dinner. Yeah. yeah.
4: What kind of chickens? I, I, I was a bird, well, I was a farm nerd, so I raised Polish chickens because... Mm. You know they're cool i
3: had i had some chickens in college because my roommate did animal science and he ended up working in petaluma where there's a ton of chicken things but uh, we had four chickens uh mine was a plymouth named sperry there was a um a a, a gold colored kind of small-ish but not super small chicken that laid like blue eggs and then we had so two That was a bantam I don't think it was a bantam. It was a. It was a.
4: Well, if it was rather small and it laid colored eggs, that's... Did it have feathers on the feet? No. And the legs. Okay, then it wasn't a bantam.
3: Uh, and then we had two silkies: one white, one black.
4: I feel this
1: show has gone very bougie. <laughs> oh it's yeah. A very bougie <laughs> turn. <laughs> Oh. Is it a big thing in in San Francisco? In Madison, it's huge having chickens. There are it's... some
2: folks who do have housing here. <laughs> like uh-huh. if you have, if you're lucky enough to have housing and a right. house and or outdoor space, I think there's more like farmsteading in Oakland. You though, need all sure. the right. right. Okay. Yeah. yeah.
4: In, in yeah Portland, it wasn't farmsteading. It was just a big ass farm where right. I grew up. I yeah. No, that's a little nowhere. different. That's that's yeah.
1: different yeah. from city chickens. I don't yeah. I don't quite get it. But it was huge in Madison. I can imagine Portland. Portland's a... big too. Yeah. yeah for sure. Gardening
3: and and everything. Yeah, for sure.
1: I find it weird that so many people here have garages. I mean, the homelessness problem in in the city is so massive. Yeah. uh, And people have garages. And then the thing that really bothers me is they don't even use it for their cars. Right. Mm. And so now you're taking up space on the street. But it's also like, I don't know. I don't know when these houses were built, but in what world is it acceptable to make space for a a, a piece piece of machinery that people then don't, I feel you should at least be forced to not have all that junk sit in your garage. Yeah. Or if you're going to have your car on the street because you can't be asked to put in the garage, fine. But then let somebody live let in end. your garage, right? I mean, yeah. it just makes no... I've never seen a city with this many garages. It's, yeah. And it's, there's many homeless people. Like, yeah. there has to be a link somewhere. Well, there's... I We're, mean,
2: there's been a lot of evictions and there's a lot of empty mm-hmm. units. That's been a big part of
3: it. But we are a car-focused country. I mean, no. unfortunately... I know, like, I know... Like it's I know, my home I, on the road. I know you're objectively aware of it, but at, at a true, deep, guttural level... Fair. I don't know if anyone who's spent more than five minutes in the Netherlands can truly understand it's fair. how necessary cars are. So if these garages weren't here, parking is already hard enough to find. And also Uber and Lyft has made it so the traffic is
2: worse. Right. So it didn't even right. used to be this bad. And also there's like less and less funding for Muni and public transit. Right.
1: But clearly there is parking for people to have their garages full of junk and then put their car on the street so mm-hmm. you know if parking were that hard or was legislated uh, uh, that yeah. if you had a garage you can't park your car on the street that doesn't seem unreasonable to me oh yeah, I think the car right.
4: shuffle in this town being what it is where i've had to wake up at midnight go move my car uh wake up at four in the morning and go move my car i'm wondering why would you choose that if you have a place where you can put your car right yeah But then what about all your coupons? Where are you going to put those? (laughs) I guess I just don't use that many coupons. (laughs) All
2: right. Well, speaking of moving cars, I know that that was one item that folks wanted to take care of. Yes, we do need to go do those. So let's do another music break, and then we'll be back uh, in a bit. So stay tuned. And here is,
3: if you want to, you know, no pressure. I mean, are they, like, seriously, are they good at enforcing about it? or are they?
2: <laughs> and uh, yeah. the music that we're playing right yeah, well, now is Juliana Hatfield cause, sings cause Olivia Newton right? John, which I got at the library. Again, it's a really oh, great shit. album. It's all covers. Juliana Hatfield sings Olivia Newton John. Let's take a listen to Side B, and we'll be back after this. Stay tuned.
1: I have another 20 minutes, so.
5: chase your dreams they find you love i know you if you need love it finds you too In the corner of the bar there stands a jukebox With the best of country music Old and new You can hear your five selections For a quarter And somebody else's songs When yours are through I've got good Kentucky If I had it time for every time I held you Though you're far away, you've been so close to me I could swear I'd be the richest girl Please, don't play B-17, it was our song, it was his song, but it's over, please, Mr. Please.
2: And welcome back to the Weekly Review, joined here by three comics who are here for the Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival. Woo! So please do share um, upcoming events uh, here at Mutiny Radio and elsewhere that you'll be a part of.
4: Tomorrow night, I'm um, recording the video here at Mutiny, and uh, I am going to be in Youngstown, Ohio, the March 18th through the 21st. And I'm going to be on the uh, Comedy Project in Denver, which is, I forget which channel it's going to be on. Oh. Later, th- later this year, cool. we tape soon, and it'll be on soon.
2: What's the comedy project?
4: It is going to be a televised competition.
1: Oh, oh! So wow. I,
4: I'm looking forward to uh, going and doing my thing with that. Cool.
1: Have you put this on to tease me after I shared with you my feelings for Olivia Newton-John? So <laughs> I had brought this it's record hard before we s- even. It's yeah. hard not be to be sing it. along. Yeah. Oh my God, we that love woman! <laughs> So this evening I'm doing a set here at the Mutiny uh, Comedy Radio Festival, Mutley Radio Comedy Festival, at uh, seven o'clock. Okay. And tomorrow I'm also part of the taping thing, uh, like Billy Joe. That's tomorrow at four o'clock. Okay. And then I have um, a set in San Jose on um, March twentieth. Okay. Uh, at Gabby's Cafe and then um, I'm in um, Brava in San Francisco on oh. May 14th um, uh, I think it's a Mother's Day special I'm not entirely sure it's called Who's Your Mommy okay. but it's a regular oh, show Oh, Gomez's show Yeah, 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 Excellent. yeah. Exactly um, So I'm super excited about that So yeah, that's what I've got coming up for sure
3: Excellent Great um, Well, uh, you can find me every Friday at the Lair Hill Bistro in southwest Portland on first and third Fridays we have a showcase which I co-host with the illustrious Michael Phelps not the Olympian, oh. the comic. Um, and uh, on second and fourth Fridays, it's an open mic. It's this great little, amazing, just perfect old Portland cafe bistro thing that's just tiny. We get an audience of eight people. It feels like it's packed. Um, those are I'm, fun rooms. Those are yeah. fun rooms. And I, uh, I just today I, I confirmed a booking at apparently a, uh, uh, some. Seattle gays are throwing their female friend a 30th birthday party at a gay bar, and they need—they wanted some comics. So I'm going to be on that, which will be fun. Cool. Um, and then private
4: events usually are fun.
3: Fingers crossed. I—I um, I hope I'm not performing on the same stripper stage with the poles behind me because if that picture gets—I'm trying to find a job, you know, <laughs> in the construction industry, and, and there's already enough jokes.
4: Just make sure the the spanks are tight.
3: Right. Um, <laughs> I work in steel erection um, and then I will also be on the Moscow Comedy Festival in Moscow, Idaho, Idaho. Oh, yeah. in, in April um, I don't know how I landed that one because all of the other comics have websites uh, and I don't even have Snapchat so I'm,
4: I've never bothered with Snapchat
3: <sighs> but they're all like i have been doing this for five years and I'm maybe a year and a
4: half and in. I'm not gonna TikTok either it's okay.
3: but We'll see. We'll see how it goes. If yeah. not, I'll, I'll go to Idaho for the first time. Cool. And I'd, I don't know how it's going to go, but...
4: They loved me in Idaho.
3: Oh, good. Good. Well, Colorado's like Idaho, but uh, more grass.
4: I come out in my first joke and they still like me.
3: Well, then we'll see. With that, back to you. Excellent. Yeah, thanks for,
2: for sharing that info. And you mentioned uh, stripper pole. It reminded me when I started doing comedy, so transmasculine, and uh, there were so few, I guess, female comics at the time that um, the comedy club I was at in New York, we had, there was no women's bathroom in the comedy club because so many of the comics were men. So I had to go and use a bathroom that the strippers would use at the strip club next door because mm-hmm. it was just uh, –
4: I used to do an open mic. That uh, it wasn't my open mic. I would just go to it. But it was uh, at a strip club there at the edge of Boulder, and it was two strippers, a comic, two strippers, a comic, mm. and I was quite often the only woman there who wasn't taking her clothes off. So it, you think that when are you gonna take your clothes off? Gets aggravating already. When it's a place where it's okay to say it, you really don't know what the, how to answer.
3: What, I, I want to go back to what you said. So, the comedy club, you said that they didn't have a ladies' room.
2: Nope.
3: Did But they did ha- like, they specifically had a men's room and not just a bathroom? Yeah, yeah, it was like a men's room. This was also maybe 20 years ago, which.
4: Okay, that makes more sense.
2: Yeah. So, they were less in. And anyway, it's no longer there. But it was called Tens, I believe. It was like the gentleman's club, and there was a small comedy club next door. And, yeah, it was an interesting experience.
4: Sounds like it. This is, this is a five.
2: five. Lots, of oh. <laughs> lots of love and support, though, to all the sex workers out there. So, putting that out there. All right, well, we're just about out of time. So, if there's anything else you'd like to share, please do. And if not, we'll just uh, continue listening to music until we shift over to the next
3: show. When otters sleep, they hold hands so they don't drift apart. That's beautiful.
4: My random fact is there's plankton on the outside of the space station.
2: Oh, wow. Uh,
4: um, uh, Ever ever since I've heard about that, I just can't help but wonder what space whales look like.
3: It'd be hard for them to be mammals because you have to breathe air. Well, there's a lot of hydrogen in the sun. You could get your...
4: But something must eat the plankton. Hmm.
3: Russian cosmonauts.
2: All right. Well, thank you so much for being here. Appreciate it. Um, Please do check out these comics in their future shows. Thanks so much for tuning in. You can follow me on Twitter at r o m a n r i m e r. Please do support the Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival. They got shows here this weekend. Go to mutinyradio.fm for more information about shows here every day of the week. If you're interested in archives of shows, we also have that at mutinyradio.fm. Thanks so much for tuning in, and we'll be back next week. My it's your boy Sifo here, here to let you know that the fifth annual Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival is March 1st through 7th, 2020, with special podcasts and comedy shows, 10 a.m. to 10 p.m. all week. Get your tickets now on Eventbrite. Just search Mutiny Radio and get ready for 76 comics from all over the U.S., coming for 66 programs in seven days all here at 2781 21st street in the heart of the mission or if you can't be with us listen live or podcast from anywhere in the world at www.mutinyradio.fm join us march 1st to 7th for these amazing events
6: what kind of a future Thank <laughs>
0: Why not make a donation?
6: MutinyRadio.fm
0: Streaming live the station?
6: MutinyRadio.fm
0: District of the Mission? MutinyRadio.fm MutinyRadio.fm Listen to live streaming radio Or download a podcast Radio FM. Hit the donate button. Stream them live. Download a podcast. Have. Gold Cadillac with the white and and I drove it up here. And I started to do some thinking. Around on the I'm having I a really, really good time. Flat, black, black, and big splits and cruising. Saturday, the too. On the freeway. Good I am and I'm eternal
5: adolescent.
0: And I will cut
6: Blake. Henry. Yeah, Charlie here. Yeah. I have a report here. Mm-hmm. Major and yeah, She makes
0: some accusations, Henry. I, I find pretty hard to believe. Uh, the dude minds, man. Let's watch all ah. the on YouTube with Michael Spiegelman! I'm Michael Spiegelman. And I am Carl not Spiegelman. Join us every Sunday, 2 to 4 p.m. Pacific Standard Time on MutinyRadio.fm for Let's watch a full-length movie on YouTube. We watch the best movies that uh aren't they good? Well, they're chosen by uh, Here's you. his theme song again. Bye. Okay, bye. Watch a full-length what's happening this is your boy rob edwards i'm here to tell you about the fifth annual mutiny radio comedy festival it's march 1st through the 7th 2020 with special podcasts and comedy shows 10 a.m to 10 p.m all week long get your tickets on eventbrite just search mutiny radio and get ready for 76 comments from all over the u.s coming for 66 programs in seven days all here at 2781 21st street in the deep mission or listen live or podcast from anywhere in the world at mutinyradio.fm. Join us March 1st through the 7th for these amazing events.
6: Billy Bob, you ever want to be funny? Well, my dogs think I'm funny, Daryl. Well, I mean, you ever want to be like in front of an audience? Like other than like squirrels, dogs, and dead persons? Oh, shit. LGBTQ-friendly to sports. Vinyl to gutter punk. Mutinyratio.fm has the best programming the Internet Ocean has to offer you. I bet my peg leg on it, or I ain't scurvy shitface McRat. <laughs>
7: Go to monkeybrains.net and sign up today.